Wonderful week in Tennessee Titans news, in Tennessee Volunteers news. Getting ready to wrap up our week the right way here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. We are going to talk about what the plan should be for number 22 on Sunday against the Texans. It says on that graphic, protect the king. The Titans need to do so if they are going to have success against the Texans on Sunday and then when they see them again in two weeks after they take on the New Orleans Saints. Good to see everybody on this Thursday evening. Very excited to get the conversation going. We're going to talk about the situation with Derrick Henry. Shriek says the audio is gone. I hope that's not the case. It appears that the audio is showing up on my screen, so if there's an issue with the audio Please let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I'll be sure to correct the issue. Okay, don't sh don't scare me like that, Elton. I'm in the middle of doing a show, dog. You got me tripped out, but we're going to be okay here. We're going to talk about the biggest threat level for the Texans. Who do you fear the most? I got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins on the graphic. Those are the two obvious choices, but obviously the Texans' offense poses some threats. We will talk about that over the course of this evening as well. And then we will get to This Is A Free Site, the best thing that I saw on Twitter over the course of this week. It is my favorite thing to do, my favorite part of the primetime show outside of you guys hanging out and chatting with me. So we look forward to doing so over the course of this evening. But before we get to the content that I have prepared for you, great content that I have prepared for you. You're going to hear from Derrick Henry, Dean Pease, and we will get to this as a free site. Before we do all of those things, Dusto asked, do NFL players have arm hair? You know, some do and some don't. But if we want to talk about more things than just arm hair and people's grooming habits, we got to start by sharing the show in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen on Periscope. I'm doing it myself. Go ahead and retweet the show. Bottom right-hand corner of your screen is where you go to do that. Bottom left-hand corner of your screen on Facebook Live, it is the share button. You share, you share now to public. That is how we pop up in your Facebook friends feeds. That is how we get more friends to join the conversation over the course of this evening. And now that more of you have gathered here in our digital meeting space, I think we're ready to go ahead and kick the bat, kick this bad boy off officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime here on a Thursday. I am your host, Buck Rising, proud as always to be presented to you by the official realtor of the Preds who are playing right now, of the Titans who will play on Sunday, of Nashville SC, of Top Golf, and of A to Z Sports Primetime. That is Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website. Don't uh, don't sell your home without the intel. Don't sell without the intel. That is what the Gary Ashton, Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage team provides. Your dream address without the stress. If you are in the market to buy a home, GaryAshton.com. Tame the beast. Get beast.com. I got my hair product in. I'm ready to get to the weekend. I'm ready to get to a Titans game that, honestly, guys, I'm as excited for as I have been for... I haven't felt this. I haven't felt this way about a Titans uh, game all year, and probably over the course of the four years that I've been covering this team. There is legitimate buzz going on in Nashville, and I know that I'm going to look good on Sunday because I'm using my grooming products from Tame the Beast. You can get 
body lotion, you can get hair product, you can get body wash, shaving cream, all of these fantastic things. Some of them come in beast boxes that have a whole bunch of items at getbeast.com and you go and you use the promo code ATOZ and that gets you 20% off. What could be better? Getbeast.com. Want to know from you in the comments off the top on Facebook Live and on Periscope, how should the Titans handle Derrick Henry on Sunday? given the aggravated hammy. How should they deal with the with what is the most irreplaceable part of their team? I want to know how you would deal with Derrick Henry, given the fact that for a second day in a row, he hasn't practiced, given the fact that there was, a, uh, there was less explosion visible to us in the Oakland Raiders game, even though, uh, he, uh, even though he looked pretty strong throughout the course of that. It didn't look totally like uh, Derrick Henry, like the Derrick Henry that we are accustomed to seeing. Please weigh in on the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. How should the Titans handle Derrick Henry on Sunday, given the aggravated hammy? Play him and make the playoffs, says Eyes Wide Covered, but admit you're a Titans fan, LOL, Titans for life. Why would I do that? I'm not a Titans fan. I just cover your team. Uh, but I listen, I'm grateful to Titans fans. I'm grateful to the Titans organization. Uh, for uh, for being as kind to me this week as they have. But listen, I it's still my job to be critical and objective. I'm going to do so, and I'm going to tell you how I think the Titans should handle Derrick Henry. want to know from you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope. If we get a good lead, second half, he's got to sit, says Sterling. we got to manage that hamstring. Uh, more people weighing in on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Is Watt coming back week 17, asked Christopher. I don't know that. For sure. They need to come out fired up, says Jamie. Code blue, tighten up, saying Joseph. Primetime revising, sup, Buck, says Joe. Good to see everybody. Play Marcus at running back, says Ethan Ramsey. Wouldn't they pick up a running back if they were worried, says Jay Pingley. Uh, yes, that is, that's, it's kind of like LaShawn Sims and Adore Jackson. Now, they did make a move to, uh, to wave, uh, to make a roster space for Tremaine Brock to add him to the secondary just in case that LaShawn Sims and Adoree Jackson, uh, both of those players being down for a period of time, that was cause for concern. So they brought Tremaine Brock in. LaShawn Sims has been practicing so far this week. Probably a good indication of that he'll be able to go on Sunday. But in the meantime, they haven't done anything at running back to kind of bolster that room. Now they have Blazing Game, they have Dalen Dawkins, and they have Deion Lewis. Derrick Henry at 70% is probably still better uh, than anybody on that roster. But how do you manage him? I'll tell you how I would here in just a second. Want to know from you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope how you would handle the situation. Meanwhile, let us go to the video. Let us hear from Derrick Henry himself on how he is feeling, how he has been managed. The video, of course, courtesy of the great Jimmy Wyatt at Jay Wyatt Sports on Twitter. Um, you know, as long as I'm, you know, in the meetings and watching film and, you know, doing a little bit of work, I think I'll be fine. When Sunday comes, I'll be ready. Yeah, appreciate uh, Coach taking care of us. You know, um, a lot of coaches, you know, don't really, you know, try to do that, but, you know, he makes sure that we were taken care of and we're prepared and ready to go on Sunday. So, yeah, I definitely appreciate it. I know all my teammates, you all appreciate it. Oh, yeah, a big game. You uh, set a game for, for games like this and an opportunity. That was Derrick Henry saying that as long uh, as long as he feels comfortable, he's going to be ready to go. 
reassuring us and you through the media uh, that he is going to be ready to go. But the question is, how should they manage him if this is going to continue to be an issue? We, we don't know the extent of the, of the tweak, for lack of a better term, that is, that is kind of limiting him to a degree. Obviously, they're limiting him throughout the course of practice to kind of keep him right. He doesn't really benefit at all by being out there on the practice field. As, we, as Teron Davenport of ESPN and I were talking about earlier at practice, uh, he understands the schematics, the blocking, the run fits necessary. So that part of practice is important for a running back. Outside of that, though, Derrick Henry understands this scheme. And as long as he is, is, is as his preparation mentally is, uh, is up to speed and is a- adequate, then Derrick Henry should be ready to go without a full week of practice. That's often the case for professionals. Five to six carries a quarter, depending on the flow of the game, says Jason. Gary Ashton, the man himself, saying, go tight and see you at the tailgate. Yes, the Gary Ashton tailgate. I hope to see many of you there on Sunday, right off, uh, right in front of the south end zone, as soon as you come off the pedestrian bridge at Nissan Stadium. Come hang out with us. Come party at the Gary Ashton tailgate. I'll tell, I'll tell you a little bit more about that later on in the show. Buck, do you still think we shouldn't pay Henry, says Arthur. No, I, you, Arthur, perhaps you've, it's been a while since you've listened to me talk, and we, we have talked about that. But listen, the hamstring brings up an, a, a unique point. Derrick Henry has been fantastically healthy over the course of his career because he, you know, he hasn't received the full workload that a, a running back in, in his fourth year may otherwise have. He hasn't been run into the ground the way a lot of people do with rookie running backs and on a rookie running back contract. Derrick Henry is still relatively, uh, the, the, the workload has been relatively light given how the career started and, and uh, DeMarco Murray and all of those things. I am saying, though, that Derrick Henry in this particular game, depending on how you feel about the hammy, if you think that he can go and he is, I mean, he's going to tell you that he's ready to go, right? Competitionaholics, that's the way that they operate. You can't always trust them. So if Derrick Henry is, let's say, 70% of what Derrick Henry normally is, if the hammy is, is significant enough, we think, to hold him out of practice for now a second, second consecutive week, perhaps this is the time that you let the, let the passing game do a little more work. It doesn't have to be the formula for future success, but if you think Ryan Tannehill can handle 25 to 30 attempts this week, then you use Derrick Henry the way that defenses respect Derrick Henry, and you take advantage of the play action, and you limit the workload when he's in there. I really, I would, I would suggest under 15 carries if you are at all skeptical of how Derrick Henry may, may be, you know, how that, how that hamstring may be, okay? Remember the Jags game at Nissan Stadium not too many weeks ago where as soon as they ran the play-action boot and Tannehill scampered for 20 yards, that was all possible because the entire defense literally flowed to Derrick Henry because that's the way the teams are going to play the Titans. That's how they're going to respect this team. Perhaps use him a little more in that manner, use him a little more as a decoy, and allow there to be a little lighter workload unless things get too dire against the Texans. Then, I mean, in those kind of situations, all bets are off, right? Athletes are going to do, especially at that level of competition, they're going to want to play in those moments. They're going to want to step up. And that cold weather is terrible for a hamstring. 
points out my man Teron Davenport. That is absolutely so. Decoy Derrick Henry, I think, is the is the strategy to help you maintain what you do best, which is the play-action passing game, allow Ryan Tannehill to do a little more. Maybe this is if you're if you're gonna pay somebody like this, like we're talking about paying Ryan Tannehill, you have to be able to trust him in these moments. Derrick Henry needs a little bit of a breather. The man is a robot, but there is there are certain limitations when you play as much football and carry as much of the weight of a team as Derrick Henry has done. Do a little less with him. Allow the play-action game to take over and utilize Derrick Henry the way the defenses are going to play him, and that's in the play-action game by having to respect the run. Good thing it is a... At noon, then, says uh, Titan825. I'll also say this, says Teron. He'll throttle down in a hurry if he feels something pulled on that hamstring. That's absolutely so. That's how you get caught, and that's what prevents those. What, what makes him special is the explosion, right? It's the, it's the breakaway speed once he gets through the tacklers, like he has unique open, open field speed, as Teron is pointing out. Derrick Henry, you saw him pull up a little bit in that Oakland game, and he joked with us. Rarely does Derrick Henry joke with us in a press conference scrum or in a media scrum in the locker room, but he was saying, yeah, I was just trying to, I was just taking it easy on him. No, but no, but really Derrick Henry is taking it easy on himself because he needs to, because clearly it's it's causing him to labor a little more than we have otherwise seen throughout the course of the season. I am saying under 15 carries for Derrick Henry. If there's going to be a Deion Lewis game, God forbid, maybe this is it. Or maybe you find out a little more about what you have in Dalen Donkins. Or maybe you let Ryan Tannehill do a little more of the lifting. I think you can trust Tannehill. You're going to have to trust Tannehill if you are convinced that he is somebody who deserves an extension. He is definitely going to have to step up uh, and uh, and and give them more it, through the air if Derrick Henry is going to continue to be managed. Yeah, man, he was great today, says Teron. Yeah, it's the best Derrick Henry I have I have been a part of. He was legitimately, he uh, just seemed a little more comfortable. Hopefully they can keep him comfortable and keep him healthy and, and further this load management to get them through the end of the season and to get Derrick Henry to the postseason. In a perfect world, he wouldn't need to play in Week 17 against Houston, uh, but he will have to play in this game with the division title on the line. More of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I'm asking you guys how you would handle Derrick Henry and how you would manage his workload in this upcoming game. Please weigh in on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will get more of your comments here shortly. Derrick Henry said he was being nice, says Kenneth. Yes, but also being nice to his body, as I pointed out. This should be a Ryan Tannehill game, says James Texans. Secondary is average at best. That is true, but because uh, consider this: that Texans defense is a lot different, uh, a lot different without Clowney, who was traded away in the offseason, and without J.J. Watt. The pass rush they have players, but Whitney Merciless is not Jadavion Clowney or J.J. Watt, nor is D.J. Reader. They have they will run stunts and schemes to try and confuse and befuddle Roger Saffold and Taylor Lewan and the other boys. Up front, but it is it is able. You are you have a little more time against the Texans than you otherwise might have. Like you're getting them at the right time of the year too. If you fear the pass rush, that causes the secondary to have to cover for longer. Which we will talk about what kind of pressure Deshaun Watson 
will put on the Titans secondary, who will have to adapt and cover for longer. We've got a clip from Dean Pease you'll hear from the defensive coordinator in just a second. But that allows that allows for more time. Their secondary struggles because the pass rush isn't quite what it used to be with Watt and Clowney. Once he gets over 100 or we get a decent lead, he's got to sit Sterling. I, I don't think... I don't think he necessarily. I don't think you necessarily have to use it. Like for him to get over a hundred, typically there's a big play associated with that. I don't think we're going to see that against the Texans, barring some unforeseen circumstance. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not as limited as we are being led to believe. But again, two weeks without practice, they're clearly trying to manage him, and the hamstring has been bugging him for a few weeks before that. Before the load management really started to take place. Want to get more of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope in just a second, though have to remind you about where we're going to be on Sunday. We're all going to be at Nissan Stadium. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be covering the game. You're going to be there. You're going to be cheering on Code Blue, the whole thing. It's going to be loud. It's going to be rowdy. And it's going to get started at the Gary Ashton tailgate. GaryAshton.com is the website. If you, if you are in the market for a home, as I was this summer, the Gary Ashton tailgate. You could come meet the man himself. He's honestly, he honestly, Gary's a bigger personality than half half those players in the locker room because Gary is the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and if you boy here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. I bought my home through with the help of the Ashton team. Nobody takes better care of you. Nobody makes it more convenient for you. If you are in the market to sell your home, they have the Guaranteed Local Offer Program that is all about your convenience. And every, listen, if you can find convenience in either the selling or home buying process, you take advantage of it. Nobody takes better care of you than the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website. Come hang out at the tailgate on Sunday. Going to be a really good time. We'll be there beforehand. We'll be broadcasting. We'll do a pop-up. We'll have a hot dog. We'll have a hamburger. We'll take a picture with Tagger the Bear. We'll play some cornhole. It'll be a good time. Love the show, says Longball Melton. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for stopping by. I love you guys. You're great to hang out with. Uh, Want to know more, of, uh, more from you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope, how you feel about how Derrick Henry should be handled. Henry's got about two more good years and he'll be done, says Jimmy. That's a pretty pessimistic outlook, especially if you're talking about paying this dude. What are the drink specials at the mainstay in case Derek Hen Derek's hamstring pops? Uh, says Ethan, no need to talk about Henry or the Hill. Just pay the guys uh, or, or, the, or Tannehill. If you can pay an O-line $100 million, you can pay them two guys. Right now we're talking about how you would manage him uh, for this upcoming game. Suit up, Buck. Put him in, Coach says Timmy, LOL, on Facebook. Let's talk about the team who they will face this week. The team who they are currently tied with for the division lead, and that is the Houston Texans. I want to know on Facebook Live and on Periscope, who do you fear the most in, the tex uh, in this Texans game? Who do, you, uh, who do you fear most? Because they have a variety of weapons, on offense, they are an explosive team, and they can extend the play in a way that most people cannot. They have a quarterback who is particularly elusive. You will hear from Dean Pease about that very subject here in just a second. Want to know from you guys, who do you fear the most on Sunday in Titans v. Texans? Clowney's still out, says Buckethead. Yeah, he's still in Seattle, uh, where <laughs> so you'll, you'll be okay. Nor is J.J. Watt, who has been gone for, I think, six weeks 
at this point, Buckethead. I don't know if Buckethead's trolling me in there, uh, but I think uh, I think you 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 do not have to fear uh, Clowney or Watt. Fuller says Titan eight two five one. Hopkins says Alan Puka. Watson to Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins says Shriek. Thank you, Buckethead, for uh, the jokes. Don't come across as well in print, but I appreciate you making the jokes nonetheless because I like when I, I like when I laugh in the middle of these shows. It helps uh, helps keep things loose and keep things fun. So I appreciate Buckethead for hanging out. Uh, he, we need to start we need to start fast so Henry can get rest. Says Longball Melton. Twitter up says he fears Will Fuller. Ruben agrees. Will Fuller just as good as a wide receiver one. Obviously, Watson is a beast at QB, and then Hopkins is a beast. Uh, Sterling is weighing in. If Will Fuller is on the other side, our secondary, RIP. Longball Melton agrees that Deshaun Watson is who he fears most. Bill O'Brien says, Rippy, I guess you like the schemes of uh, B.O.B. He has been, he's been, he's been good. He's been winning this division for some time, and he's done a good job at it. Bill O'Brien, a lot, I know a lot of people like to make jokes uh, uh, at his expense, but Bill O'Brien's a really good football coach. Nick wants to know any word on a Dory coming back. Here's what I would tell you, and I cannot report anything. All I can offer is an informed opinion. I don't think they'll have a Dory Jackson on Sunday. Uh, I think that I think that LaShawn Sims is far more likely. I think they were giving him a run at practice in a limited. I know they were giving uh, Sims a limited run in practice over the course of this week as he has been limited in practice the past two days. Uh, you have uh, Tremaine Brock. Kenny Vaccaro has been participating even though he is in the concussion protocol. But Dory Jackson, I would not feel terribly optimistic about. Are they swa- swapping anyone out in the secondary lineup? Denver lit them up. He's talking about the Texans and he's talking about what Drew Locke did. Uh, that's an a- That's a legitimate... That's a legitimate question because I went back and watched that Texans game, and I want to I want to I want to kind of talk more about the matchup, talk about what I saw in Texans Broncos, obviously before the Titans played Oakland uh, the week before, and of course we will hear from Dean Pease in just a moment. Right after I remind you guys that if you are going to Titans and Texans, if you are going to be in Nissan Stadium, and I promise it's going to be a raucous environment, the tight they got Mike Vrabel doing promotional videos that. He clear, look, Mike Vrabel's a football coach. Mike Vrabel doesn't, doesn't care about most things outside of football. But what he was doing today, trying to get the people fired up for the code blue that's going to take place on Sunday, you're going to want to be a part of it, I'm sure, if you're a Titans fan. And you do so by going to TennesseeTickets.com and get, using the promo code AZ10 for $10 off. No fees, all of the, uh, the cheaper, the, not the cheaper, not, I shouldn't say cheaper. The yeah, It is cheaper. They do it without the fees as I stumble all over myself. TennesseeTickets.com. No hidden fees. Money off with the promo code AZ10. TennesseeTickets.com. That's how you get into Nissan Stadium and all of your sporting events as well as concerts here in Middle Tennessee. Let us talk about who I fear because I fear if I am the Titans, one bad man. One man who Dabo Sweeney, whatever I think of him, called the Michael Jordan of football, the person who I fear and the person who Dean Pease clearly respects is Deshaun Watson because he is a bad, bad man. You get to defend forever. You just, you know, it's, you know, normally you're thinking a uh, play's going to be four or five seconds and that's about it, but it may not be with him. It might be a lot longer than that. And it, 
And the thing of it is, is that if he gets out, you just can't you can't leave your guy because then it's going to end up being a big one. And I mean, he's going to probably run. He's going to get some yardage if he gets out. But the thing you can't allow is you just can't allow it to turn into a huge play that he throws downfield because you come off your man. So that was Titans defensive coordinator Dean Pease talking about Deshaun Watson. I'm asking you guys who you fear the most on that team. Who poses the biggest threat? to your football team, the Tennessee Titans, on Sunday. I am, What he's saying is so true. Deshaun Watson, uh, the way that he is able... like You physically think... Behind that offensive line, I have often thought that Deshaun Watson is dead. Like a dead sitting duck. Dead on arrival as soon as the ball is snapped. And still he is... Teron asked him today about, you know, how do you defend somebody who spins out of tackles and you think the play is dead, but it goes on for three or it goes from three to four to five to six seconds and you have to cover forever. And Dean Pease is saying, you just, you just got to limit him. You got to do what you can to confuse him. If he's holding the ball and he takes a sack, that's how you can take advantage of Deshaun Watson at times. But if you give him the ability, he extends the play. Watson is McNair-like, says G-Man on base. I think there's a little bit of Steve McNair to his game to be certain, but he is the person who I would fear the most if I was a Titans coach or player. What do you mean they got Tunsil, says Nick Rutz, LOL. His pocket presence is unreal, says Buckethead. Just like P said, also they can get yards, but got to score, and offense has to keep up. Yeah, that's from Rippy on Periscope. Listen, this is, a, this is something that I asked Dean Pease about today. Because he said, listen, I've changed the way that I've, I've called games. Earlier in the year, they were having to be more aggressive, and so Dean Pease was calling more aggressive ball games. And now that the offense can allow can, can pull their own weight in a way that they couldn't for the first six weeks of the season, Dean Pease has adapted that, and it's been a little less consistent. He admitted that himself, but he's saying, yeah, it's allowed us to do more because our guys aren't as exhausted. You can see that by the as evidenced by the big plays that they're not giving up at the end of games. There may be big plays in between. There was a a, a coverage bust by Rico Gafford uh, that went for an easy touchdown, or not by Rico Gafford, but defending Rico Gafford, who went streaking through the Titans secondary to score a touchdown against Oakland. But those don't happen happen that often. And the defensive secondary for the Titans, it's banged up right now. But they have made do. Ty Smith has been great when called into service. LaShawn Sims, perhaps he can give it a go on Sunday. But Tremaine Brock held up fine. Logan Ryan, the communication there. Was, there was a miss, obviously, on the coverage bus. But outside of that, I think that's who you trust a great deal. And honestly, the pass rush... Every game, almost every game that Jeffrey Simmons has played in, Harold Landry has a sack. He's benefiting from that extra attention that Big Jeff is having to attract, and you trust the Titans' pass rush against the Texans' O-line. You just have to give him what Dean Pease is good at. If you're Deshaun, if you're defending Deshaun Watson, you have to try and confuse the quarterback. You have to get him to hold the ball while he's trying to extend the play. That's how you get the sacks. That's how the Titans beat the Texans on defense. I fear suck-up the most says Timmy Malone. Yeah, they were. it was reported by Field Yates today talking about the Titans kicker situation that they were working out yet a third kicker uh, for the suck-up, Santoso, and another, I, I honestly, I forget the name of the kicker that they were working out. It wasn't Cody Parkey, I know that for sure. And I honestly, I don't know why it wasn't Cody Parkey because Cody Parkey was fine for them uh, outside of the single doink 
that he had. Watson goes outside and Jayon will make him pay, uh, says Allen. That's not really Jayon's game. He he helps on the delayed blitzes, but Jayon's going to have his hands full with the tight ends and the running backs out of the backfield. Duke Johnson's really good at that. Jayon's going to have... Jayon's going to be kept busy. Somebody is going to have to spy. It's probably going to be Rashawn, and Jayon will play that role in spurts, but there will be more. Uh, Mayer, the, 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 I think that's how you pronounce it, Mayer, the Cowboys kicker, uh, as Tress, Nick, and Dusto point out, thank you for uh, correcting me or uh, advising me. This is the one game where I don't want the Titans to have big plays. Got to have six to eight minute drives to keep Watson on the bench, says Lane. Brian, if we keep the big four men in front of him, keep him in the pocket, uh, the blitz, uh, that blitz a linebacker will be successful. That's from Brian. Duke and Fuller are on my fantasy team. I'm very torn. Dusto, listen, I I understand. I sympathize. John Mayer, overrated, (laughs) says Buckethead. Uh, Mauer, Mayer, whatever the hell the kicker's name is. They were working out a third kicker, and that's not ideal if you already have two two on the active game day roster now two uh, two weeks in a row. Du- Ryan Suckup, Ryan Suckup is uh, is difficult. Simmons needs to inside rush to prevent Watson from stepping up in the pocket. Marry that with the outside rush. Again, Teron uh, po- asked asked Mike Vrabel today about they they line Casey up a lot out on the edge and Jarrell. Jer- uh, Mike really didn't. Mike really didn't expand the way that you're kind of looking for. Why, why they? Why they have been doing that more often? But Jarrell Casey has unique bend for a man that size. Even at 30, Jarrell's still able to bend the edge, get under a tackle, use that leverage, and get to the quarterback. When you have Simmons and Daquan up front, that helps. That helps contain the pocket, allows the outside rush to get there as the quarterback is trying to maneuver in and out. It's something that they've done. Really, really well. Larry says, Buck, the man of the hour. What's up? Good to see you, Larry. We need we need Henry to milk that clock, says Quay. Yeah, but you gotta remember, Derek, you have to yeah, honestly, this is the game. If you're talking about like what what Ryan Tannehill has been best at, Ryan Tannehill has been best at chunk plays, but perhaps this is the time for them to adopt a little bit more Patriots-esque offense. Perhaps this is the time to run the ball, milk the clock with the passing game, and paper cut the Texans to death. I think you can do that. I think that their linebackers can be taken advantage of in space if Derrick Henry is the decoy on the play-action plays like we talked about. And then you can you, util, you can take advantage a little more of that secondary because you'll have the time as you move the pocket uh, to, uh, to take... To, take to let the to let the Texans in essence beat themselves because they can't get home to the quarterback and the offensive line by the way no sacks last week that's big uh, heavy and hard for it to, four to eight yard runs and that makes the defense work Rodney Butler says we need Lewis to step in and help that would be uh, that would be very very helpful this week I think dime passes too says Larry Ford yeah Tannehill has been accurate and Tannehill has been great uh, when called upon. Ryan Tannehill uh, will will be called upon in a bigger way this week, I think. Uh, and I, you know, if 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 you want to learn more about Ryan Tannehill, you got to find out if you can trust him in these spots. I know that I can trust you guys to have a good time with me, and I know that we always have a good time during our end of show segment. And that is the best thing that I saw on Twitter this week. That is this is a free site. We will get to that momentarily. I have something prepared for you from the new coach 
of the Ole Miss Rebels, Black Bears, Land Sharks, whatever the hell they're calling him uh, at Ole Miss nowadays. Lane Kiffin was active on Twitter, the best thing that I saw on Twitter this week. And I will ask you if you are aboard the Lane Train. In fact, weigh in now. Do Are you aboard the Lane Train? Uh, this is a free site, the best thing that I saw on Twitter, courtesy of at Lane underscore Kiffin. We will, I will show you exactly what I'm talking about. If you have not seen this yet, it is worth a laugh. Right after I remind you guys that if you want to groom boldly, if you want, if you want your friends to smell better, if you want your partner to smell better, man, woman, whatever the case may be, you don't have to get them a Peloton. You can just get them to smell better with some products from Tame the Beast. Getbeast.com is the website. No, give the gift of better smell. You can do that with the promo code. You can do that cheaper with the promo code ATOZ. They have beast boxes that have a variety of different products. So you don't just have to get somebody shaving cream. You don't just have to get somebody body lotion. You don't, you don't just have to get somebody nut butter, even though the nut butter is a great gift on its own. Give the gift of no chafing. I want me to smell better, says Buckethead. Well, then go, Buckethead, to GetBeast.com. Use the promo code ATOZ and get 20% off your online order of all of their fantastic grooming products. Our friends at Tame. The Beast. This is a free site. The best thing that I saw on Twitter this week is Lane Kiffin. At Lane underscore Kiffin. Please be Baby Yoda Lane Train. No, not quite. It is Lane Kiffin trolling the entire SEC by tweeting out pictures from Starkville, Alabama, and LSU because he is in other SEC teams' backyards recruiting and posting about it. Lane wants you to know that he's coming for your stuff. It's the best thing that I've seen on Twitter this week. It's why I am so excited to laugh at Lane Train. Want to know if you are aboard the Lane Train or if you're a stick in the mud, because how can you not enjoy this? All aboard the Lane Train, says Eddie Jackson. He's an upgrade in every way. Yes, I'm showing you guys pictures that Lane has tweeted out over the course of his time Recruiting in the SEC, an Alabama plane, a Hale State uh, sign in a gym, and an LSU, uh, an LSU Christmas setup uh, from a school that he is at recruiting. Lane Kiffin is out here coming for blood. He's out here coming for all your recruits, and he is our subject of this is a free site. The best thing that I saw on Twitter this week. Want to know if you are aboard the Lane train? Because I, I sure as hell. Am. What's the deal with J.J. Watt? Is he out for the year? Could be back for the playoffs, says Lane. That I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar enough with the Texans' injury situation. Preds just laid an egg, says Ethan Ramsey. I, I have the game on against, uh, against the Sabres. I haven't been paying that close attention, though. Calm down, people. Let's make it to the playoffs before we go crazy. Uh, a lot of you weighing in. Want to know if you are aboard the Lane train. Current favorite coach, definitely an old Miss sideshow, says Shriek. Is he tweeting that from his burner phone? Ask Twitter up. G-Man says, going to be a funny story any way it works out. Yeah, Lane Kiffin is Lane Kiffin is different, right? That's why I enjoy Lane Kiffin so much. Jonathan Crompton, who played for Lane, who knows Lane well, who is a friend of Lane Kiffin, uh, is saying, do you understand what's about to go down in Oxford? Braden Gall asking, what did you think of the Preds' forecheck tonight? Uh, our dear friend Braden Gall, gas bag that he is. I uh, I didn't. I have the Preds game on. I know that they laid an egg, and that is about as much as I could tell you because I've been busy doing a show. Thank you for weighing in, my dear friend. Oh, four to three. They blew it. They were up two one when I last looked at my television. You have a deep voice, Buck. Surprised you're not singing in Nashville too. 
Larry, all the, th the only thing I can do here is talk, and that is why I have a job mercifully. He is the antithesis of typical SEC coaches talking about the lane train. That's from OG Will Aiken. Yeah, look, who, what other SEC coach tweets out trolling other SEC coaches saying, look, I'm in your backyard in Mississippi, our, our arch rival, Mississippi State. I'm in Alabama right by the time. I'm following Nick Saban on his heels as he's flying around recruiting, and I'm at LSU High School saying, come hang out with me. I get you. I understand you. Coach O may have the crawfish, but I got the lane train. Come to Oxford. Enjoy the Grove. Let's party. And Lane is going to have great success with that. I look forward to Lane Kiffin tearing it up in the SEC, just as I look forward to uh, doing the show every week. And it has been a... Uh, it's been a crappy week for me, um, and you guys have been here and uh, and been here to support me, as everybody in Nashville has been hugely supported of, supportive of me. So as we come to the end of our primetime show and our primetime week, I just want to sincerely thank all of you uh, who have reached out and who have said kind words and who have come and hung out, hung out with me uh, since I've uh, since I've been kind of having a having a difficult time this week and and it feels good to to sit here and hang out with you guys and talk shop and and kind of take my mind off things that are going on. So, thank you for stopping by as always. I'll be back Sunday night in the press box from Nissan Stadium just as we always do talking about what went down between the Titans and the Texans Sunday night at 8 p.m. Before that, the Gary Ashton tailgate. Come hang out with me and Gary and all the food and the cornhole and Tagger the Bear, the whole thing, right off the right in front of the south end zone at Nissan Stadium as soon as you come off the pedestrian bridge. Support the people that have supported this show through good times and bad. We have not had any bad times yet, but this has been as close to a bad time as we've had, but we've gotten through it together. Gary Ashton, GaryAshton.com, and TameTheBeastGetBeast.com, 20% off promo code A-T-O-Z. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. I'm going to see you guys Sunday at the Gary Ashton tailgate. I'm going to see you Sunday night uh, after the game, and we'll talk about everything that went down. Thank you guys again. Love you from the, from the bottom of my heart. I mean that sincerely. And as always, fam, peace and love. <laughs>